Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, whether it's a, a statement piece or just something you can wear out on a daily basis, fashion underpins so much of how we express the people that we are. It's an industry that has exploded in recent years, with more and more quality being made available to people of all walks of life. So with that in mind, I wanted to find out a little bit more about how Irish fashion is actually faring. I'm delighted to be joined by three ladies today to talk to me about fashion. Uh, my first guest is Sylvana Landa McAdam. She's the co-founder and CEO of Landa Handbags. I'm also delighted to welcome to the programme uh, fashion designer Heidi Higgins. And also our third guest is Quiva Murphy of Quiva Murphy Designs. Um, and today, I'll have to say, is Quiva's birthday. So firstly, happy birthday to you, Quiva. Uh, and we'll actually start with you as you're the birthday girl. Oh. And you can tell us a little bit about your business Thanks, and how it all evolved. Oh, so you're very good. So you're Thank very you. welcome. Thank you very much. Um, so, yeah, so I graduated from studying fashion design in NCAD, just down the road here, um, in 2019. Um, but actually, prior to that, I was very lucky to have a fashion designer in the family, Helen Cody, who um, has been always very, very good to me. She saw from a young age, about 11 or 12, that I was very interested in So she work. was a cousin of your father's exactly. and she sort of took you under her wing. Absolutely. She would bring me to photo shoots and um, have me helping with the models. And later, when I was a bit more skilled through college, I would be interning for her, working on bridal pieces. And I just learned so much from her. Like, you can't learn everything in college, yeah. of course. So you were one of these uh, young girls then that knew exactly what you wanted to do from a very young age. Pretty there was much. never any doubt <laughs> about doing anything else. There was not a whole lot on the CEO, so I was quite quite determined that I was going to get the course I wanted and very lucky that I did. Um, but yeah, so and then since then, I've been lucky enough to intern with some other amazing Irish designers, Sorsha O'Reilly, um, who's also based in Dublin, yeah. um, Simone Rocha for a time while they still had a premises in Dublin as well. So it was great to learn different aspects of the industry from different brands. We'll come back to that because that seems to be important about, you know, I suppose, learning your craft mm -hmm. under people who have the experience, because I think we'll be hearing more from that. Uh, our second guest is uh, Sylvana Landa McAdam. Uh, and you're very welcome to the programme, Sylvana. Uh, you set up the business with your husband, Andrew. Uh, I know you were born in Argentini Argentina. There you go. But you have Italian roots, is that right? That's it, yeah. So I was born and, you know, I grew up in Argentina. And about 20 years ago, I moved to Ireland, married an Irish man. That's it, you know, so I'm here. Love brings you here. <laughs> and my mom is Italian. So, you know, I always had the, the connection with Europe. And yeah, so, you know, this is... Now, now you're... Was it, was it your grandfather was yeah. involved in the leather business and he That's it. he crafted leather. So again, yeah. at a young age, yes. you had seen some of the totally. the works of his craft. I did, you know, he so he was an Italian cobbler, you know, who moved to emigrated to Argentina after the Second World War. So I grew up, you know, watching him create like beautiful pieces. You know, I could remember spending time in his workshop, you know, and creating things and the, and the smell, smell of leather. Oh my God, yeah. it's, I can't get that. It's an amazing you know. smell. Absolutely. So, you know, when I decided to set up my business, uh, you know, after working for big multinationals, I was like, okay, that's it. You know, it's yeah. my time. Yeah. Interesting, your your career path as well. Before you set up on your own, you worked with Burt's Bees, yeah. a great brand, yeah. Max Benjamin and L'Oreal. Yeah. So, again, experience before you set out on your own, vital to what you're doing now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, 
that was really like my big break, I feel, you know, when I was in L'Oreal uh, for many years, it was in the luxury division. So I was sort of like launching new brands into uh, the market uh, from zero. But I could see the brand being made, you know, from from scratch. The same with Max Benjamin, you know, a smaller brand outside of Ireland, but quite big here. And, you know, I was able to see the brand made, you know, yeah. from scratch. And then, you know, uh, my area was more expert and yeah know. it's still invaluable yeah. experience let's bring in our third guest uh, fashion designer Heidi Higgins you're very welcome to the program Heidi thanks Bobby lovely to talk to you happy birthday Quiva yeah <laughs> now you're another student of NCAD tell us your story that's right um, I graduated in 2008 um, and I worked with um, Louise Kennedy when I left um, college and I did kind of some of my summers with Louise, which was fantastic. Great exposure to the real industry, I suppose, because college is very much, um, you know, kind of doing your, learning your craft and then doing your big show pieces at the end of the year for the catwalk shows. Whereas I suppose working in the real world shows you the commercial aspect and yeah. the, the real and life exposure. You'll never get industry. that at college, even though college is you a wonderful know. part of the education. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, you know, like having to pay wages, pay rent, pay for materials. Yeah, just to even yeah. Simple, simple things, just to, how to price a garment, you know, so yeah. when you're designing it that you think of all those things from the get-go. So I was just very lucky to have that exposure from early days um, throughout my college. And then I worked with Louise and a year later then I launched my own label in 2009. Um, and then I went and I opened up my own shop in Port Leash, where I'm from. Um, and I was there for 10 years and I sold wholesale sale. I sold to Brown Thomas. I sold to different boutiques around the country. Um, then we started selling a lot online. And then um, just before COVID, I decided to close my boutique because we were selling so much online. And I was also expecting baby number two and I was moving to a different county. So I now, I'm now based in Tipperary. Right. So we moved the business all online and now we make only in Ireland. Um, so, um, yeah, there's been lots of pivots and changes. <laughs> but I've been around a little bit longer than the girls. So, um yeah, I've, seen, I've kind of seen and done a lot of it yeah. before. Yeah, and it's really wonderful to hear your experience, Heidi. But tell me this, how does it work then? Are you actually making to order then? If somebody, yeah, if so, somebody come so, onto the site, walk us through how it works. Yeah, so I suppose before I would have designed, you know, two autumn, winter, spring, summer, and we would have sold to the shop six months ahead of time, and then we'd have six months to make the collection, and we'd have it in, in store for that season. Now I'm designing my collections, and I'm making um, as people order. So basically, I have all the rolls of fabric ready and all the patterns ready. Somebody goes onto the website, they can see all the photos of the photo shoot, they can pick whichever dress they want, and it takes us... Um, up to three weeks. It could be a week or it could be three weeks. It just depends how long yeah. um, or how busy we are at a given time to make to make the dress. And it just means now all my production is in Ireland, whereas before I couldn't because there wasn't the facilities to make such a you know a mass production. And, um, and here you also have now. a sale for every product you make. Is that right? Yes, that's yeah. it. Yeah, like I mean, I suppose my biggest thing with having my shop there was two things that made me kind of want to change the way I was doing it. Number one was having a shop full of dresses, you're predicting what you think people are going to want. The biggest problem for, uh, you know, retail for clothes in particular is sizing. So like you could have every dress bar the size that that particular lady wants the day she comes into your shop and it's very disheartening to not I, be able to I was to going to ask something. you about that because I, 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 sizing being an issue and maybe Quiva might tell us about her thoughts on that because, you know, we're all shapes and sizes and to carry any stock, you know, 
and uh, as Heidi mentioned there, somebody comes in, loves the dress and is, is disappointed because the size isn't available. Yeah, yeah it's definitely something that's um, <coughs> obviously extremely important to think about when producing the collections. Um, up until this year, I've been, like Heidi, making to order um, in my Dublin studio. Yeah. Um, until this summer, I was lucky enough to be invited to take part in Brian Thomas's Create project, which was brilliant. And it was my first kind of larger production run of a season. Um, so that really gave me insight into what like a larger customer base, what size they wanted, say they liked a dress, but they wished it had a longer sleeve. So I was able to take a lot of that feedback on board and put that towards my next collection, which is um, being produced quite soon in Dublin as well. So I'm making a small quantity of each style and then being made in Dublin, I'm able to pivot quite easily. I'm able to add sizes quite easily um, as opposed to being made. That's interesting. So you kind of, with your first uh, production run, you establish the market, then maybe you see how that's going, exactly. what what sizes are working, what's, exactly. what's, and then you then come back with a, you follow that up with them with, based on that initial demand, what you, what you and again, I suppose yeah. there's a bit of guesstimation around it, yeah, there's but you come as close as you can. Exactly, yeah. and like being in Brian Thomas was amazing and being able to talk directly with the customer face to face, because I had only been online up to then, yeah. um, and I'm just, I was like a sponge in there, I was taking everything everybody was saying on board, writing it down, so each, each season there's like so many lessons to be learned and I, I think it's wonderful as well just to say it that you know companies like Brown Thomas can accommodate designers yeah. smaller designers such as yeah. yourselves because you know everybody wins there exactly. they win by having your wonderful products yeah. uh, and you win by you know exposure to exactly. a much and bigger marketplace so yeah. I'm really thrilled can to hear that's working yeah, thank can you. I say Bobby like it is so important um, as Quiva had said like having a multi-channel way to sell your products like online on its own doesn't work in store on its own doesn't necessarily work you need to have lots of you can't yeah. have all your eggs in the one basket it's so important and a lot of customers now are looking for going into store and having that experience of maybe trying on the whole collection rather than just picking one dress online that they like they might want to try on three or four and then decide that that is their favourite one um, and that that's why even though I am selling online um, and producing here in Ireland I also am selling um, in Arnott's as well this season um, which is great and I think that's important to yeah. take that feedback from your Absolutely. customers and have the options available for them Let me bring uh, Silvana back in Silvana, when it comes to the production of the, yeah. of the bags uh, you've got uh, three factories in yeah. three different places. So yeah. clearly different That's places. Funny. They make different components in, yeah. in Spain, Italy and China. Yeah. How does the manufacturing part work? Yeah, it's it's very different, I suppose, you know, from, from the girls. You know, we um, there is not enough know-how in Ireland, unfortunately, to be able to produce leather and, you know, how the industry is, you know, crafting, you yeah. know, handbags. It's not really here, we feel. Uh, so yeah, we we work with three factories. Uh, we do different things in different ones. Yeah. Uh, uh, we, you know, we're hoping that maybe in a year time we'd probably bring most of it to Europe. But there is a little bit that we will probably keep in in China so that we can. We are very much you know global, and you know for us to be able to ship into the Middle East and you know Australia, you know, so like we have another kind yeah, of. Yeah. Yeah, so it's important to have the three with you. And tell me uh, how you come up with designs. What's the, cr yeah. the creative process? How do you decide yeah. what type of bag to design, what people want in the marketplace? Yeah. What's that process or well, how does we, it work? We 
you know, we kind of are very much focused on the customer, you know, so what do they need? So initially when we started, uh, it was just myself. I'm not a designer, so the, the, the initial collection was super, you know, simple, you know, basic, I feel. They say, if you are not embarrassed by your first product, you launch too late. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, yes, I launch on time. And then after that, I, I joined someone else, you know, we worked together for design. So all the ideas are... Okay, let's see, what do we need? What are people doing at the moment? Yeah. So the first packs before COVID, they were quite big, uh, you know, for traveling and, you know, life outside the house. Now they're much smaller. So definitely when COVID hit, you know, we were, okay, so we need to focus on small bags, people were hands-free, you know, just little bags. So okay. it's all about the function, you know, that we, we always focus on. Yeah. Okay, and Quiva, mm. tell me a little bit about your creativity i know you like to work with silk mm. uh what what is your thought process when it comes to, to to designing your collection yeah i think like just always having an open mind like i think inspiration can come absolutely from anywhere it could be a floor tile it could be like a bird like it can literally be anywhere so i'm always trying to keep an open mind especially anytime i'm lucky enough to travel i'm taking millions of pictures i'm doing drawings um like i'm just back from a trip to thailand which was super colorful so i'm getting so many ideas like more than i can even use in one season so sometimes you'll actually put something on the back burner and say oh I'll come back to that in a few years and i have done that um so i'm probably talking very fast but no, that's good. That's <laughs> excited. Uh, that's... but yeah like the silks um i just i've always been drawn to silk especially like silk organza i love to work with so it's quite a fine almost like a like feather light fabric yeah um and i would do a lot of hand manipulation with that which just well, you're oozing with creativity <laughs> i can even feel it here in the Thank studio you. the last word to you heidi um in terms of the creative process uh, how do you keep coming up with new things and new ideas yeah i suppose like <laughs> it is it's definitely not a challenge i mean there's always ideas there i think the challenge for the designers is to edit down the collections to you know there's only so many dresses in each season that you can make uh, but certainly listening to the customers like pockets sleeves longer lengths um pockets. you're trying to pick what's on trend but also stick with your design aesthetic as well and not stray too far off what you know that your customers like so you know it's trying to find that happy balance every season yeah and, and I suppose your your style evolves and one collection then is built yeah. on another and you, you end up in a particular place. Listen, I think it's a wonderful, wonderful world that you all work in. I think you're wonderful ambassadors for the fashion industry in Ireland. I just hope people will support you as they should because you're just doing wonderful things. So thanks to my guests, uh, Sylvana Landon McAdam. Uh, Heidi Higgins and indeed uh, the birthday girl herself Quiva Murphy uh, thank, so you, thank you for joining us and wish you all well in your craft and in your trade Down to Business with Bobby Kerr brought to you by Bank of Ireland Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.